Dead Rabbit Radio is the daily paranormal conspiracy and true crime podcast. If you've heard about it, we don't cover it. We're talking killer cryptids. We're talking crazy cults. We're talking conspiracies so bizarre you will lose your faith in humanity. And we do it all with a healthy dose of humor and skepticism. So please check us out at www.deadrabbit.com or search for Dead Rabbit Radio anywhere you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Hello and welcome. Hi. Wow, wow. She's, wow. She's saying something. Yeah. It's Th- on. This is episode 16. We're live. And we're the Golden Ghouls. <laughs> Alyssa. Kylie. Emily. And it's time to get spooky. Ooh. You guys, this is probably our most special episode yet, if I had to say. I agree. She's very right. So when you're right, you're right. When you're not you're wrong. Super right. You're yeah. not wrong. Yeah. We took our first haunted trip. Ooh. We had the same idea too. <laughs> Crazy. To, we must hang out a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to New Orleans. And Honestly, okay, you guys maybe are going to think I'm crazy, but last night when I got home, I realized that I think I lived there in a past life. Oh, oh yeah. And that's why I have such a connection to it. I could totally see that. And I honestly think I might do past life regression therapy now. Damn. Oh, shit. Yeah, I'm going to look into it because I know there's a therapist here in Austin who people, like, love. (gasps) And so I think I might go to her. And oh, she does this? I'm yes. into that. For and I'm sure. pretty sure her name is also Alyssa. So well, it's a sign. Yeah. I but I think I think I'm gonna do it. I think it's kinda pricey, but I wanna know. And then we can indulge in all the stories you tell. Yeah. About I just your past life. I just wanna know. Does so she, quick question. Does she basically put you under like a light hypnosis and Yes. You... And then she kind of goes backwards to yes. see if it keeps going yes. before birth. Uh-huh. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Wow, okay. I wow. want to kind of do this too. Yeah. But I haven't seen things like you. Well, Besides I don't house. know. If I do that, we'll end up on my home planet. Jesus. <gasps> well, hey. We might learn a thing or two. Exactly. I'd like to get Maybe inside it's Kyle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. My name as of late has been Kyle. So. Really? I enjoy it. I'm not mad about it. I don't know if Kyle enjoys it. But. Because she is Kylie. It's fine. But. (laughs) She is who she is. She rocks for me, and that's a Kyle. (laughs) So, yeah, we went to New Orleans. We drove there. We had a lovely drive there. The way back, though, was a bitch because it was raining. There was an accident every five miles. Yeah. But you know what? I just had a real problem with the toilet situation. Everywhere we went, pee. (laughs) <laughs> all over the place. Yeah, it and was hard. I felt like I came home smelling like everybody's piss. We, we probably <laughs> all did. And it disturbed me greatly. Yeah, but we survived. We yeah. did. We had, and we had a good time. We, we had, did. honestly, I would go back right now. Me too. I absolutely. would fly. Driving here, I was like, I miss New Orleans. I, it's my I favorite city. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It really is. But we've still got this spooky weather, so if you guys hear some thunder, Ooh, yeah. that's what's up. There's some cicadas who are really going for it tonight. Yeah. They like the rain. So. Oh. All right. So we went to New Orleans. Mm-hmm. We stayed at the Hotel Monteleone. Monteleone. Lovely. It was Absolutely lovely. lovely. The Everyone were there lovely. was so lovely to us. Mm-hmm. Elegance. They really were. There was a lady passed out on the couch at one point. There was, and she had a giant hat. It looked like a derby hat. It did. Yes, it definitely did. But she, like, the rest of her was very casual. Yeah. Yeah. Though she was poised. It wasn't like she was passed out. She was poised. Yeah, she was down. She was sitting. She she had her hands crossed in her Very classy manner of (laughs) passing out. And just passed passed out. Yeah. With her hat hiding her face. Yeah. It was beautiful. I mean, her glass, (laughs) was she still holding the glass on her lap, if I'm remembering correctly? her hands were just, like, crossed on her The glass was somewhere near her with a full drink, so it's like, you know she had been going for it, and that one was just the one that she was like, I can't. Yeah. yeah. And so she didn't. Right. She stopped. Would it I be, hope she's alive. I know. Would it be wrong of us to, like, post that video on Instagram? We can. I'm not going to post the video. Oh, man. 
She just needed a little nap. That's what the big easy is for. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Taking it freaking easy. Yeah. And that's what she was doing. Yeah. So, she, yeah, she was taking it easy. Right. So, we stayed at the Monteleon because of its haunted past mm-hmm. and present. Yeah. I think so, yeah. But, honestly, nothing that weird happened. Um... I got scared a few times on my own because our friend Morgan, who came with us, <laughs> kept scaring the shit out of me in the middle of the night unintentionally. Girl had to go to the bathroom. She had to go to the bathroom multiple times. And she was wearing one of the robes. That she they slept in one of the robes because she said closet. it was freezing. And Alyssa's bed was near the bathroom. And then on the other side of Alyssa was Morgan's bed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so And she also did something weird with her pillows. Um, so. Yeah, so <laughs> I went, I woke up to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, which I hardly ever do, but something woke me up and I still can't figure it out. But as soon as I set, I left the door open because I was kind of freaked out because, so the bathroom is like surrounded in mirrors and I was afraid I was going to see someone behind me. <laughs> so I left the bathroom door open and as soon as I sit down, the woman in white comes around the corner and it's Morgan <laughs> in that robe and I screamed and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Oh God, she was not playing around. But the so only the only weird thing that I experienced was one night at like three or four a.m. I got this like waft of perfume out of nowhere, and weird. then it was followed by a really like kind of musky smell. Like ew. Yeah, like it was weird. Hmm. I didn't bring any perfume. But that was it. But it was also no one was awake. Right. So that was a little weird. And then, the two times that I got out on the 14th floor, which is the 13th floor, which is supposed to be the most haunted, I got an instant headache. Instant. Like, instant, as soon as I stepped out. And I was fine before. So, and they didn't, so I do have chronic migraines. I'll tell the people that's the truth. But my migraines last for days. This was like instant headache and within a few minutes of like getting off of that floor I was fine. That's so weird. It and was very weird. We went up together the second time it happened to you again. Yeah. I also had a headache but I had already had the headache. Yeah. So that My count. it was so I I really can't explain that. Yeah, that's very strange. Yeah. I just mm. remember one point taking the elevator and stopping at the 14th floor and somebody said they smelled something funky, but a lady could have passed a past a fought. <laughs> she left. I it's don't know. Really don't hard know. to say. It's hard to say. So I never experienced anything. I mean, I passed out hard both nights, which never happens, and it happened. So maybe yeah. some uh, pirate ghosts were putting me to sleep. I don't know. Yeah, little back rub, little back rubs, night kisses, and I'm out. Oh, yeah, that's probably what happened. That's beautiful. It's very yeah. sweet. Thank you guys. It's raining. It's raining hard. Yeah. It is. And this was unexpected. Very. It came out of nowhere. It really did. It's like it followed us from New Orleans. (laughs) Thanks, Rain. It was really beautiful. Honestly. Yeah. So, nothing of note, really, at the Montilion, but... We'll beautiful. have to go back. It is beautiful. Yeah. It is beautiful. A I didn't want to leave. Foundation and the I love yes. that. It's still there. It's they really pretty. Pictures up of like the old days. I thought that was yeah. cute. I love that. Mm-hmm. The staff were also dressed as if it were. I know that. Back in time, and that was a little odd. A little but odd, but cool. It's definitely. <laughs> so our first night there, we went on a voodoo tour. Which I think eventually we'd like to do a whole episode around voodoo, which was kind of what, like, you know, what we were thinking. Mm -hmm. But we realized there's so much to it that we're going to have to... It's going to be a lot. We didn't even grease the surface. No, not even even a little. Mm -hmm. So we're going to have to do a whole episode. But the things that stuck out to me that I didn't really know was that there are... A few types of voodoo being practiced in New Orleans, which is there's New Orleans voodoo, which is obviously specific to New Orleans. There's Haitian voodoo. And the third one is not coming to me. Was it African voodoo? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think so. Okay. 
That was the first one. So, because New Orleans voodoo is influenced by African voodoo yes. heavily. And then the Haitian and is also. Is, yes, yeah. So, we learn the difference between voodoo and hoodoo also, which is that voodoo is just the religion, mm-hmm. but hoodoo is the religion paired with folk magic. Witchcraft. Yes. Whoa. So... Stuff. Definitely. And then we learned about Lawaz, yes. which I knew existed, but I didn't really know their purpose or the significance. And they're basically intermediaries between the supreme being. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so their, quote, God, unquote, doesn't listen to you or help you. He just does his own thing. And they and do all the work. These are the ones. Yeah. The middlemen. But they're not prayed to, they're served. So people give them offerings and all that good stuff. But they each have their own personalities, their likes, their dislikes, and then that's kind of how you figure out which Lawa you should be paired with is, like, by their personality, basically. Wasn't there one that loves luxury and There's people one who offering, will, like, yes. Chanel number five? That one's Yeah, and each one has their own distinct songs, dances, ritual symbols, their own special modes of service, and so people just have altars to them. Each one has, like, a different color based on who they are and what they represent. So... I wonder if there's some free course online that we can take on voodoo. There, oh not, my gosh. not how to practice it, just no, like the no. history the of history it. Of yeah, I'm sure there's a lot. So much, I'm sure, yeah. but we don't want to mess with practice. No, that's okay. That's okay because the guy said, like, do not. Yeah. It, there's always something that comes. Be careful what you with, ask for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what you said. I was like, what did he say? There was a phrase he, he said. He said, "Be careful what you witch for." At one point, which I Ooh, thought was kind of funny. Clever, funny, punny boy. He was a clever man, but yeah, he's great. Um, we used haunted history tours, which shout out to them because I've actually had him as a tour guide before. His name is Jerry and (laughs) such a character. He really is. And he knows his stuff. He really does. He's not going to like feed you anything. No. Hocus pocus. Like he gives you the facts. He lets you, you know, make up your own conclusions. He's just there to entertain and educate, I feel. It's really lovely. Y'all, I feel like we're at a haunted, like a really spooky sleepover right now. pouring rain. It's kind of beautiful. I know, I like you telling us all these facts with the rain in the background. Yeah. (laughs) So, on the voodoo tour, we actually had a few weird moments. Yes, we did. So, Jerry took us to the voodoo museum, Mm -hmm. and while we're standing there, he's talking to us about... Um, a ritual that had taken place in the courtyard next to it. And then he was kind of giving us, like, an example of a chant they might use. And he was like, Papa Legba, Papa Legba. And then the people would say, like, come to us, come to us. And right as that happened, there was this, like, knock on the door yep. behind us. Like a big bang. I was standing right there. We, and we were outside of the museum, so it was uh, yeah. closed. It was so we were yes. outside. There was Wasn't nobody there like inside. The like yeah, yeah. It was, it was like clearly locked, locked, locked and that was really strange. Yeah, because the noise came from inside. Inside of the museum. It sounded like somebody was trying to open the door. Yeah. Like, through like something at the door. Yeah. But you knew no one was in there because uh, that museum also closes really early in the day. Yeah. It was so... Totally so weird. Very strange. And even Jerry was like, did y'all hear that? Yeah. yeah. And we're like, yes, the ghouls are here. And then, who saw the doorknob jangling? Ooh, was that know. Morgan? It might have been Morgan. Okay, well, Morgan, um, we were by Marie Laveau's house, or where her house used to stand. It's now broken up into several pieces of property. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the original house is not there, but... I love that area. There was a gate that had, like, a knob on it. And the knob just started, like, shaking violently. And then Morgan kind of peered through the fence, and there was no one back there. (laughs) She was like, uh... And no one ever came out from behind it. So, I don't know what happened there, but definitely something strange. Mm -hmm. Do the people know who Morgan is? Uh, I told them Morgan is our friend who joined us on the big trip. Yeah. You probably saw a pic of her. Yeah. Lovely, Lovely loveliest lady. Yeah. So, that was 
the voodoo tour, and then we went and had dinner at Muriel's, um, which we... Guys, you forgot we saw a gay ghost. Oh my god. <laughs> when we were when we were on the voodoo tour, um, it was also Southern Decadence, which is mm-hmm. like a New Orleans pride. Very exciting. And so there were a People lot, a lot of harnesses, so a lot of hot pants, a lot of glitter. A lot of no pants. Good looking gentlemen. Like, let me yes. tell you, oh, so good were looking. like, bam, bam, butt, butt, yeah. Yes. All these, all these nice asses. Nice asses. <laughs> yeah. But um, this group of guys walks past, and one of them said, I'm a gay ghost. <laughs> it was the greatest thing. And I was like, yes, honey. <laughs> it was great. It was really good. Um, and then we had dinner at Muriel's, which we covered in episode one. Yes. Um, but we went up to the seance lounge. Very cool. Yes. So cool. Decorated. I mean, the whole place was to the I mean, it's very cool. It's really beautiful. I loved it all. It was like, it was like set up just like, a, you know, the same house. Yeah. You know? Very fancy. Very fancy. The lighting was perfect. Lots yes. of red light. We sat right next to Muriel's we mural. Yeah. yeah. Or not a mural, but her portrait. We had a we had a fine dining experience. We really did. The bread was delicious. Oh god, if pretzel we hear bread. about this like fucking bread. bread one more time. Honestly, Shout out to Morgan. Go yeah. for the bread. It's good. It's so good. The gnocchi, I I mean, come on. Come, come on. on. Oh, come on. We um, also had a great um, second waitress. There was yes. a first waiter. No, was I. He was good. He Matt. Was good, but April was, loved us. He, it oh took God, him April some time great. to warm up to us. Yeah. He came around. But April was good. He thought we were basic bitches. And then he and then soon he realized was, that we're absolute weirdos. And then so. he was like, welcome. Yeah. What like, really Whoa. got him was when Emily snort laughed. That's <laughs> true. You know, that could bring in the people. It really yeah, could. It, it like, does. makes you feel welcome. It's exactly. like, all right, yeah. that's a human. Yeah. yeah. She is. So, um, we waited until the end of dinner to go up to the seance lounge, and when we were going up there, we couldn't really find it, so... Oh we ended up on the balcony first, which it's That's very clear bad. why it's clear why they don't let anyone up there dine up there anymore anyway because it's a little rickety. Yeah. But it's while look safe at all. <laughs> while everyone else was on the balcony, I'm like, fuck this, I'm going to find the seance lounge. So I go inside and I found it and I'm coming back to tell them, like, hey, I found it. And I'm walking down the hallway to get back to where they are and it's like a dark hallway. The walls up there were red, I want to say. Yeah, I, a lot, the yeah. carpeting was, was also a dark color, so it was just like a very dark space. The lighting was very dim. They had old music playing. I felt a very, like all of a sudden I felt a really weird feeling like I was being watched, and I felt like a heaviness on my shoulders. That's a sign. And I stopped in my tracks, and it, like, it stopped behind me. Like, I could feel it, and I turned around, and nobody was there, but some like weird vibes in that hallway i don't know if anyone else got them but i got weird vibes up there too but i just don't have any like strong interactions like you do yeah but i get the vibes i think i was too much into the atmosphere to even like feel scared yeah Yeah. it was more just you're taking it all in Mm -hmm. yeah i wish i would like transport it back into that time i mean that's why i wore that dress it almost felt like we were i know emily um and I went into the dark uh, private dining room, and when we came out, Kylie was hiding behind the fireplace and scared the shit out of <laughs> she us. Did. I almost threw our bread pudding. Oh God, not the bread pudding which we did. Which eat. we I had two bites of the next day, and it was hard as a rock. <laughs> I'm still sad. So delicious. We f- we fucked up, Please but go. nothing crazy at Muriel's. Although we did talk to the staff while we were leaving, and most of them were like, nothing really specific. Like I've never seen an apparition, mm-hmm. but things fall all the time. Plates fall off the wall. Bottles fall out from the bar. The bar we yeah. hear footsteps a lot when we're the only ones here. It seemed like that man who said that was the manager. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, he yeah. knew a lot of yeah. information. So yeah, he definitely seemed like he believed that there was. Yes. There oh, was definitely. Lots. Yeah. He and he was also very excited when he we heard he heard that we had a podcast and <laughs> we were there to see or hear something. So probably not excited enough to like listen, but no. you know he he shared the we shared his excitement. He supported us and we supported him. Exactly. Yes. So. 
just well, what a beautiful thing. That's what I think <laughs> is really special. Muriel's. But go yeah. to Muriel's. It's just great. I mean, just for the atmosphere, the seance lounge really is lovely. It is. Yeah, you the can't go wrong. Good. Yeah. Go get a bar at the drink. Go upstairs. Go, go get a <laughs> bar at the drink. Oh. Ooh. Wow, that was backwards. <laughs> go get a drink at the bar. <laughs> and go to the seance room. Oh, my goodness. Chill. Relax. It's, it's the fine. seance room's kind of romantic. It, it is. Go up there with a hot date. Yeah. Have your first kiss. So, you guys. So, Muriel's is in Jackson Square, which I knew was haunted, and I knew a lot of these stories, but I did a little bit more research. Do you guys want to know about that area? Yes. Okay. Jackson Square. All right. So, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Tell us. So, um, this seems to be the hub of activity for New Orleans, which is really interesting. Most of those surrounding businesses and outdoor spaces are where you will experience some of the most activity in the whole city. So we were right. I was too drunk to We were right in it, (laughs) honey. Um, So right outside um, of the... The building? (laughs) The church. The... um, Cathedral? Cathedral, yes. That green square mm-hmm. that used to be um where the gallows were <gasps> that place where we were walking yeah oh and there God. there is a prison there so obviously that space itself has seen some really painful times oh my god i felt um, i didn't feel anything spooky but i felt like really like peaceful yeah for some reason right there yeah they, i, don't I know mean why. Huh. yeah but that's crazy so at one point it was also home to a church which was destroyed by one of the fires in new orleans mm-hmm. So many fires. Yeah. Um, the park itself manifests ghosts in the form of like figures, floating lights. A lot of people will get like orb photos, which I'm still skeptical about, but mm-hmm. it's hard to say. I was also skeptical about something else that we'll talk about later on. And now, now I, I believe know. a little bit more. Um, Muriel's manager also said that people would take photos and there would be orbs in the Oh, photos. yes. Yeah. Um, people will smell perfume wafting, and they'll also hear the somber chanting of the Kyrie, which is like a, yes, I knew you were going to say that, um, by the spirit of an 18th century priest. So Pirate's Alley, which there's the bar, but there's also the space in between the cathedral and these buildings that was called, that is called Pirate's Alley, um, Locals call it the Rue Orleans, which is what it was originally called and laid out as in the late 18th century. But it's only 600 feet long and about 16 feet wide, but it's apparently got a a ton of activity over there. Um, It was never intended to be a main street. It's got shops and businesses there now. That's why it's, like, such a small space. But it was meant to act as just, like, a throughway from the that area to the water because it's not far from the water at all um the brits like to call them snicket ways ways. yeah so that is where faulkner house books is that i told you guys about last time Mm -hmm. and it's located like right smack dab in the middle of that um but william faulkner stayed there in the 1920s when he wrote his first novel called soldier's play And so that's the apartment that he was living in. But people do still say that he's there. They've seen his apparition sitting at his writing desk. A lot of the furniture in there is still what it was when he was there. So he's a Um, ghost writer? Exactly. Um, They will also smell pipe smoke, which he was known for smoking a pipe. So... Yeah. Very interesting. Now, Emily, you're going to like this. Oh, God. <laughs> because the apparition of Jean Lafitte, a pirate, yeah. is seen in that area. Shut up. Why wasn't I all up in there? I don't know. Although some people think that it's not him. They think it's Reginald Hicks, who was captured by pirates and then later became a first mate aboard a pirate ship. Cute. But still a pirate. Still a pirate. Hot, 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 honey. He didn't choose it, but I'll accept it. The pirate life chose him. It's true. She's right. So the man singing that Kyrie, Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) it's likely Father Dagobert. The Reverend. (laughs) You guys will have to tell you about that. Mm -hmm. Um, So when Louisiana was given to Spain, the French started to revolt 
Yeah, duh. Naturally. Yeah, so after Bloody O'Reilly executed the Frenchmen who had rebelled, he refused to allow these men to be buried properly. Uh. Um... So, so the father, he was not going to let this happen to the people. He was going to make sure that they had a burial. Very important. So, um, along with two other priests, he takes the bodies and they give them a proper secret burial at the St. Louis church. Um, and then they were ultimately interred in St. Louis cemetery. Number one. That's very sweet of him. Yeah. So, whether the Spanish governor um, ever discuss- discussed discussed ever discovered that treason unknown, but people do say that the father is still there. People have seen him. They hear him singing. Um, they've heard other ghostly singing. Uh, there's a disembodied male's voice there. They hear footsteps. And so lots of activity. Yeah, there's a lot going on over there. Yeah. I'm telling y'all. I just want to know. Very what you cool. Know. Yeah. I can't wait to go back now. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, I try to give you guys, like, bits and pieces here and there, you but... You did a really good job. It's so... Yeah. There's so Alyssa much. hit us with the facts. It was great. I love the facts. 24-7. So, that was night one. Yes. Uh, then, day two, we had some amazing breakfast. Great we breakfast. Did. We got treated. Courtesy of our new friend, Kylie's old friend, Marie, mm-hmm. who's the loveliest person. She and, truly is. And real angel on earth. I mean, for real. Yeah. Now, this was where I went a little wild. <laughs> um, I had a mimosa in one hand <laughs> and a Bloody Mary on the other. Yes, she did. She did it up. I mean, Marie did treat us. She brought over. She did. She mimosas. brought over mimosas as soon as we sat down. As soon yeah. as we sat down, and bacon, which nobody got to eat except for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was all. It was a it was praline, table of vegetarians, right? oh, yeah. just it was Emily. Like sugar, praline bacon. Praline bacon. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It Where else can you find a, that? Like a, it was like a donut bacon. Yeah. It was crazy. Oh God. Oh, and it was Elizabeth's. We, Elizabeth's. We that, right? Oh, right. the best. Yeah. I would highly recommend. My favorite. Yeah. Um, Marie was born and raised, oh, I'm not sure if she was born, but she grew up in New Orleans, and if there's anyone who loves the paranormal more than us, it is her. Like, sure. she has been researching supernatural, paranormal, you name it, topics, like, most of her life. So she knows all of the spooky places in New Orleans, she was telling us some stories, we're gonna have an entire episode, possibly... With, with her. just story time with, yeah. from her. Yeah. She so has a lot of info. Yeah. She, she does. And that's why she took us on a cemetery tour. Yes. Oh, my God. So, initially, we had talked about going to the Pauper Cemetery, which is Holt Cemetery, um, because I had a friend who visited recently and was like, you have to go. But instead, we ended up at the wealthiest cemetery <laughs> in New Orleans, which... Which, for me... Complete... Which Emily loved. I love. Complete turnaround, <laughs> but it was so beautiful. Said, these yeah. are my people. Yes, yeah. she did. And because it's a private cemetery, it was super clean. Like, it, it, was, it was stunning. Mm-hmm. And it has the largest collection of marble tombs and funeral statuary in the city, Wow. And it's known just around the country as being, like, one of the most... Highly priced. Yeah. Like, there's so much money in that cemetery. Mm-hmm. It's insane. It's crazy. Yeah. It was um, built on the grounds of the old Metairie race course. Which is also odd. I had no idea. Yeah. But that's a good story behind yeah. why. It was after it went bankrupt. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Metairie jo- Jockey Club refused membership to Charles Howard. He was a mm-hmm. local resident. <clears throat> who had gained a lot of wealth by starting the first Louisiana lottery. Mm-hmm. And he was mad that he didn't get membership he was salty at this jockey as club. Fudge, you guys. Salty. Yeah. So he was like, okay, well <laughs> F y'all. Guess what? This this race course, this jockey club, is gonna be a cemetery one day. Mm-hmm. Lo and behold, after the Civil <laughs> War and the Reconstruction, the track went bankrupt and Howard was able to see his curse come true. He bought it out and turned it into a cemetery. <laughs> I just thought that was funny. It is funny. And he has Petty, right? a huge tomb located at the, um, I guess it was Central mm-hmm. Avenue. Yeah. It was one part. But Marie gave us, she used to work for, um, what was it, like the historical or 
cemetery. We would need her to tell yeah, us. But she knew everything about the oh everything so much like information the, the names about... of the certain types and sizes mm-hmm. of the plots and the, the different styles. And the... I thought I knew a lot about cemeteries, but. She schooled my ass. I was like afraid to talk at any point because I was like, "Oh, truly, she yeah. she knew like everything." Yeah, it was also really cool too because you can still see part of like the original track. So it's mm-hmm. like it'll take a really sharp turn really quickly, and it's because that's where the race course was. It's very interesting. So yeah, if you take your time to just like actually walk around and notice these things, it's mm-hmm. it's a time well spent. Yeah, I feel I love that tomb with the girl that has the bell. You know? Oh, so yes. I I took a photo of, um, like, the step up because it said, oh, God, what does it say? It said, though dead, though she, dead lives. Though dead she lives. Though dead she lives. Yeah. And I kind of want that tattooed Tattoo? on my body. <laughs> Do it. Um, though dead, she lives. But this woman was so afraid of being buried alive that they put a bell in her tomb mm-hmm. and um with a long string with a very oh, long string, yeah. <laughs> and it's said that new employees they'll tell them this story and then someone will go in there and ring the bell and like scare the shit out of them. <laughs> yeah. But pretty much she had like an open tomb for a while with this string hanging down so she could let the people know if she was still alive. Yeah. She'd, up, she'd be like, oh, so shit. She'd ring the bell. Yeah. Which for my dad, he probably needs one of those because he's scared of that. I mean. Yeah. He does not want to be buried. It happened. It happened a lot back in the day, especially when yellow fever and all of those things were happening because people would be like on death's door and then they wouldn't actually die. So they would tie bells on strings to people's toes, toes right, and that's yeah. where the phrase dead ringer comes from huh. very cool yeah another fun tattoo or band name mm-hmm. oh, there's probably already a band name I dead ringer. Be. how about bell toes <gasps> bell toes when the bell toes oh my god <laughs> for whom like the bell toes <laughs> for whom's to the, the bell, bell toes. oh my goodness <laughs> but we have another story yeah yeah from murray this is a good and one. she told us the story in the car on the ride home. And we were screaming. Yeah. <laughs> like this, this we is don't huge. usually get chills, but knowing that this happened to someone that we know. Yeah. And she was for sure 100% because this is real. Yeah. Because I asked her, I was like, so you spend a lot of time in cemeteries. Has anything spooky ever happened to you? And she was like, in a cemetery? Not really, but. But. Yeah. <laughs> And so we had her, she graciously typed this up for us so that we could share it with you right now. Good, good, good. You guys want to hear it? Yeah, Yeah, I I want to hear it. I mean, (laughs) I've heard it, it but I want to hear it again. Because it's so crazy, and I don't know why she did this to herself. She's also a wonderful storyteller. She, oh my god, we need to either have her come to Austin, or we'll come, we'll we'll go back to I'll go back to New Orleans any day. Any day. The okay. flights are so cheap, you guys. Like, no, if we go on again. not a holiday weekend, we can go for nothing. Exactly. All right. Maria, I apologize for not uh, speaking as eloquently as you, but well, I'll try my best. Girl. Hey, Ghost Gang. Hey. A few years ago, I briefly dated a horror special effects artist who loved to take me on spooky dates because, duh. Uh-huh. <laughs> He thought it was funny anytime I mentioned my affinity for communing or anything to do with the supernatural at all. After all, it was his life's work to create things that scare people. He felt all powerful in knowing he was the one responsible for people's fears. And let me tell you, that shit was sexy. (laughs) He was in New Orleans designing a large-scale haunted house, and one of our favorite cheap thrills was to grab a beer and walk to a cemetery. On a sweaty evening in September 2013, we set out to an exceptionally overgrown graveyard close to his apartment. It was my first time there, and I was captivated by its charm and sheer fucked upness. <laughs> it was like pet cemetery, but for people. Homemade crosses, hand painted tombstones, lit candles, who lit them, and even a pair of Nikes lay in memoriam for the dead buried there. <sighs> It had long been rumored of people grave-robbing this particular cemetery. My my ex had heard stories of people looting skulls from the ditches after Hurricane Isaac had flooded the area. I laughed at the idea of those bad vibes and set out 
from my original mission to take pics and flirt heavily. (laughs) (laughs) There were no clear paths, and I struggled to keep from disturbing graves marked and unmarked. And in the tangle of dried flowers, muck, and broken glass, there was a Polaroid. I picked it up and was gleefully horrified at the sight of a person's knee disfigured and deformed. Oh, God, that She picture. sent us the photo, and yeah, we're, it we'll is... Post it. It's like, what? I don't even know if I want to post that. It is, it is truly oh, horrifying. It. And it's not doctored, because it's freaking Polaroid. And, like, but anyway, why the fuck was it there? I'm guessing Ugh. it fell out of, like, someone's medical records who was buried there. Okay, anyway. The skin looked like it was melting off the bone. What did this mean? Why was it here? I put it in my purse. <laughs> Against better judgment, I continued to look for small mementos. A few flowers here, a rock there, and what I thought was a seashell. We walked around until it got dark and headed back to his place. We ate pizza and passed out. Delicious. Great day. Right? I awoke after midnight to the sight of a man in uniform pointing a rifle directly towards me. I screamed bloody murder so deeply I still remember the visceral rush of endorphins. I continued to scream as I pulled the blankets towards me while my ex was now fully upright and asked me what the fuck was going on. I grasped for air and realized he wasn't trying to save us from the rifle guy because there was no rifle guy. I was shaking so hard I thought I was going to puke. He kept asking me what was happening and I was terrified to verbalize what I saw. The next morning I awoke to a text from his roommate asking me to brush myself off before ever entering her house again. She was fulfilling her morning routine and getting one last outfit check in the hallway, armoire, mirror, when she noticed two people standing in the living room behind her. (laughs) She turned around, stunned to see them disappear. She was well-versed in New Orleans supernatural shit and was not taking my cemetery souvenir antics lightly. I mean... (laughs) I bought her wine and we saged the whole damn house together. (laughs) My ex later told me that I'm the reason he can believe in the things that go bump in the night. My reaction to what I saw was so horrific, he knew it was real. It may be the first time I've ever succeeded in changing a man. (laughs) (coughs) Good one, Marie. Marie, we love you. We love you and honestly horrific like i don't know why she would take stuff from a grave site ever because she honestly does too much to do something like that she just loves it she was feeling a little wild she was feeling it yeah and it truly and and knowing marie she doesn't wake up in the middle of the night screaming like she doesn't have usual night terrors or i mean if hallucinations so there was definitely a reason I mean, it, it for, happened that night, right? Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, someone who is, like, as interested in the paranormal and, like, spends a lot of time in cemeteries, like, you clearly don't spook easily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. She doesn't seem like the person who would. Oh, no, no. She's, no. like, a badass. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I barely, I I just met her, but I got but the vibe. Mm-hmm. She also said that things, she's always felt that things are just kind of drawn to her. Exactly. And. I was like, then maybe we don't need to hang out too much because <laughs> I've had this too and shit might really pop off. Yeah. But I don't know. I really want to just hang out with her forever. Right? I do too. Yeah. Marie, you can't get rid of us. You can't. Not now. <laughs> so. You have a fan club in there. The you really rules. do. <laughs> you really do. Um, so after the cemetery, we got beignets um, at at. Morning Call in City Park. City Park. And City Park has a little lore, too, about um, a gal who either fell into the pond there and drowned or was pushed by a lover. But they say say they hear wailing there at night. So It's a very large park. It's huge. I never realized that there was all those things back there. Lots of willow trees. I had no idea either. It's so pretty. It's a grand entrance. But it's also spooky. It is. It's pretty spooky. Definitely is. Mm -hmm. But, um, so we had our beignets. 
And then we had some dinner. We burned our mouths on shishito peppers. Oh my god, I so it was Kylie was crying. She was sweating. Yeah. And I love spicy stuff. And this was, it was too much. We were warned, but. Yeah. Um, the manager still took it off the bill without us asking. He just like so took nice. the plate off the table right. and may have seen the tears in my eyes. I think probably he witnessed And I'm some sure tears. we weren't the first customers to have this happen to us so that was yeah. nice of him so after this <laughs> lovely dinner where we almost died um we went on the ghost hunt um epic. yeah we went on a ghost hunt what we, we went on a real paranormal investigation. investigation yeah so um the um guy who organizes these his name is John, and he is the owner of New Orleans Ghost Hunting. Um, they worked out a deal about a year ago with French Quarter Phantoms, who is a tour company in New Orleans, um, to like make it run a little bit more smoothly and be able to get like one space that they can investigate all the time. Mm-hmm. Right. They wanted to like give people the experience of actually ghost ghost hunting hunting. a place that has higher activity levels yeah so bringing all they bring all the equipment it's really great if you are interested you should look into this honestly it's so cool like i've always wanted to feel like i was a ghost adventures person (laughs) and he made me he made us all feel like that like he literally would i mean we got spooked. We, we got, really did. We were split up, taken into different rooms yeah. with yeah. reporters, and oh, so we hopped off. They do these investigations on the weekends at um, the St. Vincent's Infant Asylum, Ooh. which was an orphanage. Yes. Um, and the tour starts out in what was the smokehouse where they like smoked all the meats and stored dry goods and things like that. Right. For everyone who lived in this place, because it's big, and there were a lot of people living in there. I mean, another thing, though, that's spooky is the fact that now it is a guest house, and the people that do stay there... A lot of experiences. A lot of drug problems. It's, like, it's still spooky even today. Yeah. Um, so, I didn't say anything when it happened. I didn't tell anyone until a bit later because I didn't want to freak anyone out but as soon as we sat down in that guest house something pulled my hair <laughs> like and it wasn't just it, like it wasn't me it wasn't like my hair my hair wasn't caught on anything either my hair was in a bun and something like pulled my hair and I turned around and the people behind me were like Hello? it was not it they were in their own conversation. They were also super drunk, and they had no idea what was going on. <laughs> no idea. So I just kind of sat there like, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they gave us, like, the lowdown. They showed us all the equipment. Um, we had quite the interesting group. There was the, the really drunk group, and there was... There were some uh, other, or there were some actual ghost hunters from Fort Lauderdale, and they were quirky. Yeah, and St. Augustine. Oh, oh that, what did I say? Fort Lauderdale. Oh. Yeah. There. Someone said Fort Lauderdale, and those people were from St. Augustine. Yes. Got it, got which it. Is, which is like extremely haunted. haunted. Yeah. And they were very into ghost hunting. They were super into it. They had all the answers, and I was like, and all the questions. honey, let me answer for once. <laughs> so, um... But I liked John, um... And what was the girl's name? Alexis. Alexis. Both very sweet. They were. They were very educational... Just like our voodoo tour, and they weren't, you know, trying to make it seem like something it wasn't. It never got weird, which I was like, I was expecting maybe somebody would be like, oh, this is weird. Like, we're sitting around a table, like, trying to get ghosts to come to us, and they made it very comfortable. Yeah. They get you to open up, like, even though, you know, it's silly, but when you're doing it, you... You you start to experience things, and everybody's like, I'm in. Everyone's like, holy Mm -hmm. shit. Yeah. So, um... So you walk in, immediately walking into this place, it is creepy. Mm-hmm. I mean, Super there is definitely... We all got very quiet. You know something's yes. creepy if none of us are talking. We, <laughs> we were all just looking around in a We basement. all just were, like, kind of looking at each other. There are photos on the walls of back when it was a working orphanage. Mm-hmm. And they're really hard to look at. I mean, it's 
really sad. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't look like it was the, a rough time. Period all when... all these kids who had lost their parents to war or to yellow fever or Just to God up. knows what. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, just babies would there. get dropped on the doorstep all the time. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's really heartbreaking. Yeah. And you can feel that energy yeah. as soon as you walk in. Now, we did the live story the other day, and we were freaked out by this set of photos. And I was like, these can't be real. This looks like a movie or something. And it looked Photoshopped. Yeah, there they were, were people superimposed in photos. Ages. They weren't changing. They weren't aging. And I was like, this is like when you get into the middle of the movie, and you're like, something's not right here because no one's aging, and it's a horror movie. And then you see photos from yeah. like years and years and you're like oh, they're ghosts and then we find out that they're filming a show there right now right. and they left the setup so yeah so that's what happened i can't remember what was the name of the show it was t- it's gonna be on tnt oh gosh i don't know but it's it's not like a reality thing it's, a, it's no it's a, a scripted story. show yeah, scripted. if tnt wants to sponsor us we'll uh <laughs> let the people know what the show name is it's yeah not, like, this is not, <laughs> we just forget right until now. then this is not oh tell me your secrets or something like that uh, you're right that's because right. alexis one of the tour or one of the the investigator, she said, tell me your secrets. And I was like, where do you want me to start? <laughs> she was like, thank you for asking. She was like, that's the show. <laughs> um, but anyway, so yeah, they set us down at a table, uh, this big round marble granite. I don't know. Was it granite? I, think it was the wood table. I thought the top, I thought the table, I'm pretty sure the tabletop was. I remember staring at it when I had the. All right, you guys, now I need to see a photo a, because, a um, uh, that's a, that's a granite countertop. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. wow. <laughs> so anyway, um, the, the table's not really that important, but it was a big, huge it table. And that there were like 10 or 15 of us in the group, probably. So if you can imagine, like, the Beetlejuice scene where they're all sitting around a table, like, doing the seance, like, yeah. So we were all sitting around this granite table with all this like, lighting and equipment. Yeah, there were, the lights were off. And so we really only had, what, maybe like the exit light in the corner and then yeah, they, the, um, the blue lights. The blue lights from the, what readers were those? Well, he had, um, he, they had like little oh, flashlights. Yeah, flashlights but they were like they emitted like a blue light so it didn't illuminate the whole room or anything um there were emf detectors there were like the static detectors Mm -hmm. um they had spirit boxes they had echo box Box, which is a phone app Mm -hmm. um helped to create which is cool very cool um yeah so they set you up with all sorts of equipment and they had some call them dowsing rods, some call them divining rods, which I have never really believed in. Mm-mm. Um, I have always kind of thought they're bullshit. I have mm-hmm. too. But... Yeah. We all thought they were bullshit until we held until them. Until we held them. <laughs> so, y'all know the rods, they're like those L-shaped metal rods that people like stick out in front of their faces and they're supposed to turn and move and cross over by themselves by by the power of a spirit right and at first you're looking at them and you're like okay those are free free floating you know metal rods in a little cylinder so they gotta just probably turn from slight movement yeah you could make it turn yourself right but when you start asking questions and they do exactly, exactly. what you fucking tell them to do. There's no way. That was And so when you up. feel it, so for a while, it, it is a balancing act. Yeah. And that's how you really know that they are working because your hands are not moving. Yeah. And they are like, super still. you feel the movement through your hands. Even if your hand did slightly move, you, like, you see You can that. tell. You can tell the difference between, between your that. hand uh-huh. moving it and it's going it's so slowly yeah. Yeah. to move. Like, it's so, crazy. So, I think you guys got them to work more than I did. I got them to work a little bit in the bathroom, mm-hmm. and then I, I was like... On board. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but as soon as... So, Kylie took them, and as soon as I saw her face, I was like, you this know. is not a joke anymore. Because <laughs> they know me well. You heard... <laughs> I mean, and I'm, I'm like, was, the first one to, like, debunk anything. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, you know, I'm still having trouble believing I'm, i want to but like, yeah i haven't had so you haven't seen yeah anything. almost as soon as we started using them 
we were getting answers to questions. I know the first two and people that had them were getting like a all lot of sorts stuff. of action um, because there were children passing away there and. John, the investigator, said we normally get a lot of action if there are any nurses or teachers or, like, caregivers mm-hmm. in here. Are there? Do we have any people like that? And the woman said that she was a teacher, and immediately these things start moving. Immediately. Yeah. Towards her. Yes. They were, they were, they were pointing, pointing towards her. her. And she and was so super nervous. She but was, she was. scared. But she held them. And she was also a fifth-grade teacher which was the age that these kids were, like, kind of there. Like, yeah. she was in elementary school. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they went up to seven, but that's still, like... Still, I mean, she she's... She was with kids. Yeah. yeah. What did so, she ask? She was like, are you... A boy, girl. Yeah. Do you like math? Like, mm-hmm. he yeah. how he old... Math. We he figured out how old they were, um... There this must sound. This must there. sound so insane. But it really, like, honestly, all of us. us were like, <laughs> no. But it was crazy. Like yeah. they were legit answering our questions, and and all, like we would be like, go all the way to her shoulders, and it and would, it do, would it. do it. So crazy. and she wouldn't be moving her arms. She would have no. her elbows kind of like tucked in, like up against and her waist. This girl told us when we first entered, she didn't believe in this stuff, but her boyfriend did, so she was here that to must... amuse him. She was like and shaking. She was, she was shaking. So she was so frightened. So eventually, when Kylie got the rods, the guy right across the table from her had the rods, mm-hmm. yeah, and we both had them. There was two sets. There were two sets. We start asking questions, and her rods and his rods start doing the same, same thing. fucking thing <laughs> at the same, same exact time. And then there was confirmation. And that so they were Alexa. she, or, Alexis, Alexa, Alexa, sorry. <laughs> Alexa, <laughs> move these rods. <laughs> um, Alexis asked if it was Edward, who is someone they apparently encounter a lot, and I have something that I'm going to play for you guys. <laughs> Oh, God. That I, I'm not going to tell you what I think it says, but I want to hear what you, Kylie and Emily, think it says, and we also want to hear what the listeners think it says, because after you guys tell me what you think it is, I'll tell you what I think it is. Okay, I'm so excited, you guys. So this Should we happened. tell them what Alexis asked first? She was like... So, well, I just said she asked... Oh, I guess I didn't say that, maybe. Yeah. She asked if... Um, Edward was going back and forth between the two, and we got confirm we got confirmation that said rocks. yes. And then she told him thank you. Oh my god! Thank you, Edward. Thank you. Can you come back? Oh my god! Wait, stop. Play I heard again. I heard something at the very end, so you have to play it again. Thank you, Edward. Thank you. Can you come back? All right. So. Dude, okay. What so do I, you guys think? And I, what did you like hear? The, it was a, a male, male voice, voice and at the end. Mm-hmm, and it said, that was me. Is that what you heard? I heard that. <laughs> yeah, I kept hearing either it was, it was me, me or that was I me. I heard that was me. That's it, what I heard. And so I... And it wasn't anyone we It was with. no one's voice oh. there because I listened to all of the other recordings and you can hear everybody else's voice and it doesn't sound like that it and no sounds one was talking during this time i mean and you why heard would they say they, oh that my God. you heard her voice she was the only one talking and that sounded like a real person's voice and you heard that voice which was like a whisper not it, it was like almost like it, it came sounds like from they like were a, either like like a it was like almost like a breath let go you it know was, it yeah was, Wait, oh my I mean, God. you could say, like, oh, maybe it was somebody, like, across the room. There was no... Everyone was I, right there, and everyone was dead silent. You yep. could also... So, right after she starts talking, you can hear some guys start talking, and then you can hear whispering over that. But it's really hard to isolate it, hmm. so I couldn't do it. I tried really hard, but you can hear whispering over that, and you know it's nobody there, and it's God. really weird. So there was so much action in that room. There was that. And then we so, went to the nun's room. And I felt so scared in there, y'all. And it said stay. It said stay so clearly. So <laughs> we were um, using a spirit box in there, 
and um it basically scans it scans put it on the fm radio yeah so it does radio waves and basically they think that spirits can pick up on those and speak through them and um i certainly think it did (laughs) so we were asking questions is it the nun this that we were getting confirmation yes at one point we heard it's me we did. Again. We I didn't record me. these because um, the spirit box was really, really, was loud, really loud and it's really painful to the ears and I knew that no one would want to hear that. Um, but we heard it's me and then we asked if we should stay or if we should leave and it, it distinctly said distinctly stay. Distinctly said stay. I think we all yelled after Oh, that. And it was right after we asked the question. Yeah. It was yeah. like, do you want us to stay or leave? Stay. And it yeah. was like, What? Like, oh my gosh. So, it was, I mean, definitely weird. Um, I felt pressure in that room, too. Yeah. And at one point, too, there was apparently someone there named Dr. Robert, and he was the person who they thought was... Experimenting. Experimenting on children. and Trying to find um, a cure for yellow fever. But just experimenting on kids and actually killing them in the process. And And then he didn't give them a proper burial. No. And then the parents The parents would come. Well, not parents, but... Well, some kids parent they were there and their parents came to find them mm-hmm. oh damn yeah and so, they found out and then they got yeah. super mad dr yeah. robert and he was hung so he was hanged. um oh, at God, one point they right. when we were in the group we picked up the name robert yeah um which really weird yeah no thank you but then we um went out to what is now some of the guest rooms and originally it was one of the crib rooms the nurseries where they kept a bunch of the babies and i didn't get to experience a lot of the activity in there kylie and i were in the bathroom and we got a little bit of activity in there but nothing of nothing to write no. home about it seemed like to, like, when we were all in the bathroom together asking questions and when they were in the, the the room together, it seemed like the spirit, whoever was in there, just didn't want to talk to us or hang out because yeah. we pretty much got, leave, bye. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It was like, We were yeah. like, do you, the only response we got, we were like, do you want us to leave? And, and it, then it said yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's all it would we're say. Like, oh, okay. We will. Goodbye. But did you guys get anything but out there? No, but but all four of us by that one door. Oh, yeah. So... A bunch of shit. I also have a recording from (gasps) outside of that door. It's not... It's from the spirit box, which I can't tell if I'm, like, hearing things because it makes noises. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And your brain's kind of And your brain is looking for things. That's one thing, is I'm not totally sold on the spirit box yet. Mm -hmm. I would have to hear, like, a full sentence or something. (laughs) Yeah. But, um... You get some broken up words, and at one point we asked the name, and I didn't hear it when we were there, but I heard it when I was listening to the recording. Mm. So before you play that, we should like say like we were we were there with the rods in front of. So the door. this whole recording actually tells everyone like everything that oh, was happening okay. there. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, God. Do you want to know our names? <laughs> Yes, please. I'm Kylie. I'm Emily. I'm Alyssa. And I'm Morgan. Could you tell us your name? Can you say it again? died here, can you cross Holy these shit. rods? Holy shit. I gotta wait for I'm not, I'm not doing that. Yeah. I think we can do one or the other. If you Just want to talk to us, options. can you cross the rods? <gasps> what the fuck? <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, okay. I'm sorry, okay. Ooh, bad words. <laughs> um, did you die here? Can you cross the rods if you died in this building? 
Seems like they went further apart. Did someone you love die in this building? Can you cross the rods? Did you die outside of this building? Can you cross the rods? Did you stay in this room that we're standing in front of? Can you cross the rods for yes? Oh, oh, oh my God. Um, okay. Oh, were you sick when you were in this room? Can you cross the rods? Was it an addiction problem? Can you uncross the rods if that's what happens? Make them wide. Oh my fucking god. Oh my god. It said Catherine. Yeah, so Catherine. Oh this my was god. the first Catherine. Stop. No, this was the first time that Kylie and Emily have heard this recording and oh. I did not tell them what I heard, but as soon as you hear that Catherine? Oh my god. Emily goes, Catherine? Oh my god, you guys, it clearly said Catherine. Yeah. And we didn't hear this. I don't know not, why. We when didn't we hear were there, this. we did not hear that. There was a lot of There's an echo. Echo. And, and there was an echo. It's a long hallway. So, yeah. Oh my god. What's going on in that recording is we have those divining rods, and our friend Morgan has them, and you can tell every time something is happening because she reacts. Yeah. <laughs> and she is a non believer. Yes. Like, she doesn't think that shit. Is. Yeah. She did not believe, and she was really going through it. So we, what we got from the rods, the spirit, whoever was controlling these, Catherine, Catherine, we guess now that we can hear it back. Was a girl. Um. So we asked, um, because we had heard there was a lot of addiction problem there, and they said that yes, it was an addiction problem, but. Now that I'm hearing it, I'm thinking it might be a child, and maybe it wasn't their addiction. Maybe it was their parents' addiction or someone who the who they lived with, yeah. something, whoever was taking care of them. Maybe it was their addiction. I don't know. I mean, there are a lot of things because when we started asking, like, what the addiction was, it was a little bit harder to get an answer. Yeah. But, I mean... Yeah, totally. That shit was... I mean... They they moved a lot before, oh, but they were really moving when we stood in front of this one dorm room. Yeah. So. And it was scary, but it, at the same time, it was like she literally was talking to us. Yeah. And so we just kept talking. Yeah. I mean, it was, there would be way too much of a coincidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just doesn't. Most of the time, we weren't getting anything. So we're showing yeah. you, like, the times that we did. That we did. And, like... It was We're real. not joking around. No. Yeah, it was... Yeah. I like to debunk this stuff more than anybody, and I was there, and oh my god. And all day, I mean, y'all, I was talking about all day, I do not believe in these rods, because... It's true. I mean, seriously, None of us I was like, I'm a little skeptical about this, because I know that this group uses these. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't have an explanation for it when they were in my hands and they were moving and I knew that I was not moving. You knew you weren't doing it. And the only thing I could make sense of it was like my mind was telling it where to go. I know. And that would have been freaking crazy. Yeah, it was like my body language somehow. Like, I I mean, you could think like maybe your your heart rate, you know, or the heat from your hands when your heart rate's going up can make them move, but But it was only moving. Going the direction you were asking them. Yes. And they were both doing this. Unless we're all goddamn, like, what is... Telekinesis Yeah, if we can all do... Yeah. Yeah. Then... I'm not. I've tried it. I look at things all the time, and I really concentrate. (laughs) I've tried to Matilda shit all the time. Oh, I've tried to Matilda shit my whole life. Yes, there were ping there were ping pong balls on the table that they um (laughs) used to like see if spirits will move those sometimes. And I tell you, I was trying to make one of those moves that night. Chronic migraines. No, it's not. (laughs) That's not it. I have a fucking. I have an osteophyte on my spine. (laughs) But. uh, It was real. So, yeah, if you go to New Orleans, I mean. St. Vincent. St. Vincent's and Venice Asylum, you really. Yeah, it's New Orleans Ghost Tour. It's it's, uh, French Quarter Phantoms, and the ghost hunting group is New Orleans Ghost Hunting. Yeah. Epic, y'all. Epic. Yeah. 
Um, Go in with an open mind. You have to. Yes, yeah. yeah. But they'll bring you there. They get you to a state of feeling like everything's cool. I mean, there were definitely times where it would sound like something on the box, and people in the group would be like, it said such and such, and Mm -hmm. then the, the guides would be like, oh, I heard that, and I'm like... Right. I wanted to hear you say it first, and then maybe I could... Yeah. Get behind it. Like, that's why I played those recordings for you guys and asked you what you heard before I said anything because I want to make sure we're all hearing the exact same thing. Catherine. Oh, and. And that's the thing. We did not hear Catherine when we were there, which is so strange. What else did we miss? Because that was on the voice box. That was on that, or the spirit box. box. Oh, yeah. No, that was the Echo Echo Box, which is an app that you can get. She says when they talk through that, they come in like, hey, eat. He said the night before they had gotten some, oh, there was one that was like, I'm not here for your entertainment. Right. Something like that. Yeah. Also, he told us the name of the girl that resides in there. And was it Catherine? No, it was Eve. Eve. Okay. So maybe there's someone Catherine. else that they don't know about. We need to message him and... Maybe yeah. there's a sister, Catherine. <gasps> Stop. I hate nuns. I hate nuns, too. It was right I mean, nuns. I, I don't hate nuns as people, but as ghosts, ghosts I don't want them. <laughs> I'm sorry. Any nuns that drown kids, I, I throw them I out the window. Did you read the stories about the... Yes, I did. Yeah. What? The there's... recent articles that have come out about that... Um... There was an orphanage, yeah. and there were, like, many allegations Maybe. against... God, just don't abuse kids. Like, whatever yeah. the you fuck not, you do, just don't. Can you not? They'll come back and hunt your ass. <laughs> Good God. Well, yeah, this was totally different from anything Any that episode? we've done before. So, we want your feedback. We hope you enjoyed it. Let um, us know what you hear in the, uh, the Yeah, playbacks. if you hear anything in those recordings that we don't, let us know. Um, if you have any other questions, we're more than happy to answer them. Totally. Um, we obviously want to do that again really soon, as soon as we can. So if there's uh-huh. somewhere that y'all think we should visit, let us know. We'll yeah. go. We will go. Ready I think we got the taste and we're like in Either. it to win it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Shout out, shout out, shout out to our first patron, Lauren. Woo! Lauren. She um, is an angel. Yeah, uh, she is. And she's actually shared a story with us that I will share with you guys eventually the next Mm -hmm. time we do a listener's episode. But um, Lauren also has a podcast called The Brew Interviews where they talk about beer and movies and all sorts of things. Just like fun stuff. When you just want to listen to a podcast when you're chilling. You and you don't want to get scared and listen so to us. Fun. <laughs> yeah. I love beer and movies. Yeah. And uh, she sent photos of her dogs. Stop or it. her one dog. Don't hang out with us, Lauren. An actual angel. <laughs> yeah. So. We appreciate you so much. So much. Yeah. You just don't even know. You really don't. You don't. So, yeah, um, if you enjoyed this episode and the content that we posted, you can also become a patron on our Patreon. Um, Make sure you're following us on all the social media. If you have any questions, feel free to ask us on social media, in the Facebook group, Mm -hmm. whatever you want. five stars on iTunes. Yes, rate, (laughs) review, subscribe. Tell the people what you think. Yeah. And um, send us your personal stories to thegoldengoalspodcast at gmail.com. We love to hear them. Wow. We're really still, like, on it. Did those recordings get you hyped up again? No, but I'm legitimately kind of scared. Yeah. Alexa, find Catherine. Catherine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Until next time, stay spooky. Ooh.